Welcome to B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. Meet Bonnie. She's from Oklahoma. Where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. A meteorology major and loves to chase. Meet Bobby. He's from Oregon. Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got it, boss. Oregon AMS vice president and a former TV weather producer. It's B Squared. Let's talk weather. Welcome into B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. Bonnie, the big story weather-wise is the nor'easter that's going to set up soon. But that nor'easter is coming through Oklahoma, and you guys have snow. Yes, we have got a lot of snow here in central Oklahoma. I mean, I say a lot. It's probably like two or three inches, maybe higher in some spots. Northwest Oklahoma definitely has a lot more but we finally have measurable snow, ground covered, bushes covered, roofs covered. It's nice. And I woke up to that, which is even nicer. It's just like, this is winter. This is winter. This is December. It's nice. Right. Do you have your Christmas lights set up and are you playing Christmas music? Um, I have been decorated for Christmas since the day after Thanksgiving and no Christmas music. Okay. Well, you know, in that case, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. What I need to do is put like, you know, people put on the stove, like a little pot with like apples and cinnamon and let it boil yes. and smell the house good. That's what I need to do. Yeah, there you go. That will definitely work. I haven't, gosh, I want to say the last time that happened in my house, I was, I don't know, 20. It's yeah, it's kind of an minute. old school way to do things, but you know, it works. It does work. It does work. And it smells really, really good. I am a big fan of apple and cinnamon. Plus, it puts a little humidity in the air, so, you know, in the winter, it's, like, staticky everywhere when you're right. doing anything, so right. it's nice. Not so dry, which is nice, so. Mm -hmm. um, but let's talk about the model setup. We have talked about this for a couple days now. I know that you sent me a text, gosh, what was it, five days ago, four days ago, saying, hey, here's what the models are saying, and it never really wavered, and even the National Weather Service, when they started doing their YouTube updates, from the Norman office, it was like, yeah, Northwest Oklahoma, they're the ones that are going to get it. Uh, we'll maybe see one to two inches Oklahoma City Metro and then south of, you know, I-40, basically. Um, you know, maybe not so much. Well, Bonnie, it everything started to shift. And I think we started seeing that shift maybe late yesterday morning where it's like, hold up here. Um, the freezing line is going to be substantially south of Oklahoma City now. Plenty of moisture running up over top of the cold air. Uh, no risk of ice. It's totally a snow event. But you guys actually got, like you said, a significant amount. Yes. Like it's it's actually, I think a lot more has fallen than what's measured on the ground just because ground temperatures have been warm the last several weeks. And it's a super wet snow. So as it falls, it really kind of compacts and mushes down as opposed to like a dry, super fluffy snow that'll just stay stay puffy on the surface, if you will. So um, definitely a lot more has fallen that's, than what's showing on the ground, but just so great. I'm just so happy for snow. Right, and I'm, I'm very jealous of you. Uh, the weather models for the Pacific Northwest don't look good at all for snow. Maybe a slight pattern change as we get toward the end of December, but that's such a far way away. I'm not going to – I have no faith in it, but – you know, we've talked a lot about you guys had the early season ice storm. You guys now have a, a genuine snow event. And the best part second about this. Second one of this, of this yeah. season so far. Yeah, second one. And 
it's not one of those things where you mentioned the ground is warm right now, but Bonnie, you guys are going to be dipping into the teens tonight, and yes. that's a lot of ice that's going to be around tomorrow. Yes, and that's that's really more the concern. Like, I mean, obviously with it being Sunday, there's not a whole lot of traveling. I mean, people go to church, and it is close to Christmas, so people are shopping, but it's not like a school day or a work day, but that's the concern tomorrow is that all of this that's sort of melted and slushy and whatever will freeze overnight and it'll be pretty slick in the morning. So I bet a lot of people get late starts tomorrow or some closures happen. I mean, I work from home, so I don't got to worry about it. Well, you're, I think you're one of the lucky ones then. Yes. Or not, because I know you'd rather have it off day anyways. Yes, but you know what, though? Very rarely has any job I've ever worked at shut down for winter weather. It's always been like a delayed opening, like come in an hour and a half later or something like that. So I've never been that lucky anyways. I got lucky in college one time, though. We had a calculus test, and it got postponed due to winter weather, and it got postponed a couple of days. But then, like, more winter weather hit at that time too and it got postponed again and i was like this is the best (laughs) you ultimately passed that calculus test didn't you see and i i can't remember probably i probably did better than i would have if i had to take it the first time but i feel like if anybody did really bad that the professor was probably gonna just you know kill us all because he was like you had like five extra days (laughs) y'all have no excuse to not do well on this test right that's very true um, you know, it's funny. You mentioned about always having to go to work, working in radio and TV. When it snows, you go to work. I actually had a job interview, gosh, almost two years ago. And one of the questions was, what happens when it snows? And I just busted up laughing and I responded, I go to work. And people just looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, you have to understand when it snows, I go to work. It's just, it's what I do. If the office is closed, then I'll stay home. But if it's snowing, I'm going to work. And it was just one of those moments always makes me laugh just thinking back about it. So, yeah, when you work in radio and TV, when it snows, you go to work. Obviously, TV goes into wall-to-wall coverage. Radio, kind of the same thing. But, man, I have story after story after story about having to work in the snow. And it's great. One of my favorite ones, I was an intern at uh, the ABC affiliate here in town. And, you know, as the intern, they made me go up on the roof and sweep the satellite dishes. Oh, my God. Because that's what you make the weather intern do. It has nothing to Aww. do with my job, but it was a blast. So I got to go up on the roof of the station with a giant broom, and I got to sweep the dishes. <laughs> if anyone is just tuning in and they hear sweep the dishes, they're going to think, like, what are you doing in your kitchen with a broom and the dinner plates? Like, what's happening? <laughs> totally. But it's something that, you know, I then had to do also in radio. And, you know, no matter what radio job I worked in, one of the things that I was semi-responsible for was maintaining the fact that we needed to keep our salad dishes free of snow. Now, up here in the Northwest, we're a little bit higher latitude than you guys are in Oklahoma City. So your satellite dishes are pointed more in the vertical than ours are. Ours are more toward the like equator. Yours are a little bit you know, pointed more up because you're closer to the equator. So you guys have more of a bowl effect where your satellite dishes would collect more snow in theory. But with that said, I mean, we still had to, you know, sweep dishes because that's what you do it interrupts your transmission signals 
It interrupts your send and receive ability. It can throw your programming off. And when you're in radio and TV, your programming is how you make money. So you do everything you can to make sure your dish remains clear. Now, somebody out there has made a boatload of money, and I wish I would have thought about this a long time ago. Heated satellite dishes. So it doesn't matter if it snows or how much or even with ice. You still get your transmission signal through. See, that's brilliant. I was thinking like like a curved windshield wiper situation, like a like an right. ice cream scoop that has that little like swoosh thing that helps scoop out the right. scoop. Something like that that you can like click a button and it just kind of like sweeps across and knocks it off. No, it, it, that's a very, very legitimate suggestion. My only thought about that is I think depending on how many times I had to pass over a certain point. Um, I'm sure like wear and tear. Yeah, maybe. but I'm sure it'll work fine. One thing they didn't want you to do is take the edge of the broom and knock the satellite dish a couple times. Because then you could actually turn it out of alignment and that would be even worse. So, yeah. Lots of stories. Lots of brooms. Lots of salt. Keep the dishes clear. It's a good life motto. Keep your dishes clean. Hey, you know what? It just it's very applicable to a lot of parts of life. So I agree with that. So Words very to true. So so very true. Uh, but yeah, so you go to work when it snows. That's what happens when you work in radio and TV. But back to your Oklahoma snow. You know, I, I found it funny that you would talk a lot about David Painter on the show. Obviously, we're both big fans of him. Tuning in, tuning in to see him on a Sunday morning with the rest of you know the the A team, you could say doing storm coverage and they're out in parking lots or they're driving freeways or they're in a church parking lot. I just find it very funny that, you know, you guys utilize your storm chasers in non severe storm times, which I think is fantastic. Oh yeah. They go out for wildfires. They, yeah, they are sent out a lot. And I think that's kind of smart. It's like you have them. Why not use them? all the time and then you know they report on road conditions and all of that so yeah sure. i mean news nine they know what's up they do and you know out here in the northwest we don't have storm chasers so we send reporters and the joke in portland is you know you're a new reporter when you get sent to the overpass for the first time and <laughs> literally that's what it is it's a reporter standing on the overpass describing how traffic is or is not flowing and if it is or is not snowing that's, and that's oh, and that's the and that's our and, and that's our TV coverage. Now we're gonna we're gonna jump into this just a little bit because I think it's hilarious. And again, it's a difference of your market. It's a difference of how TV covers things when things happen. In the Northwest, for the most part, when we have a snow event, right? You start off your broadcast, and you have either a quad box or a triple box, which is industry talk for how many different live feeds you have on the screen at one time, right? So you uh-huh. might have your anchors in one corner, your weather guy or weather gal in another corner, and then a reporter or two reporters out, and they're all on the screen at the same time. So three of them is called a, a triple box, four is called a quad box. Occasionally you have more than that, but usually quad is kind of the most you'll ever do. Sports will sometimes go a little bit bigger than that, but it's pretty rare. Anyways, it's always like, okay, this is the big weather situation, and it never fails. Welcome into the 5 o'clock news, for example. You know, we're looking at snow in Portland. So, you know, coming up 
our meteorologist will give you the forecast. But first, let's go out and talk to a reporter that knows nothing about weather, is standing on an overpass. Tell us what the conditions are like. And they go, it appears to be snowing. Literally. And I'm like, why wouldn't you just go to, and again, I understand that you want to captivate your viewer. They will stick Mm -hmm. around to hear the weather guy, and then they generally bail. Science has shown this. (laughs) Statistics have proven this. But when you're in a severe weather event, get to the guys that know what they're talking about first. Then go to the reporter, and then you can go back to the weather guy after that and just say, give us, again, another breakdown. Because people will tune in to see the weather quickly. And nothing against, you know, average Joe reporter or average Jane reporter. We're not tuning in to see them standing on an overpass. Yeah, like we're tuning in to get the facts. Like, can I drive? Is it safe to drive? If it's severe weather, is the tornado headed to me? Like that kind of thing. Like, give us the rundown and then show us the live view of what the meteorologist just told us. Exactly. Which, again... You know, coming from a TV aspect and a TV background and a producing background, I totally get it. That's just my one bone to pick with my industry, and that's totally fine. I'm allowed to do that. So, I just I do find it funny. Hey, let's start with storm. T- let's start with storm team coverage. But we're gonna wait to talk to the guys that actually know what they're talking about, and first go out and see what's happening. Yep. I mean, like you said, it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. But I feel like winter weather, round-the-clock coverage, has actually become more of a thing than it used to be. Or maybe when I was younger, I just wasn't paying as much attention, but it just doesn't seem like it was as wall-to-wall when it came to winter as it is now over the last several years. No, and again, I think it depends on market. For us in the Northwest, anytime that we have a big snow event, it's always been wall-to-wall coverage. And it also depends on what time of year in the winter season it's happening and what else is happening mm-hmm. around it. So, you know, <coughs> excuse me, if it's a like a Monday or a Tuesday when there's not a whole lot happening on TV, yeah, everybody will stay in wall-to-wall coverage because it's fun to watch and people actually sit at home and tune in and watch this because they want to see what's happening. So that, to me, is pretty fascinating. Um We've mentioned that this low that you guys are experiencing right now is going to become a nor'easter. And, Bonnie, I don't know if you've seen the latest forecast on this, but this thing looks like it's going to be a beast. Yes, it looks like it is going to drop a monster amount of snow. I saw this funny meme that was like, you know, it's that classic picture of the guy and the girl, and the guy's turned his head looking at the girl behind him. Yes. And it says, like, weather Twitter looking at what's coming up in the next... 195 hours or whatever it said, something like that in the next several days. And then the chick's looking at him like, ugh, and that's the current event. So that's like the Oklahoma weather, the Oklahoma snowstorm is not getting any love because weather Twitter is just talking about what's about to happen in the next several days. And I thought that was kind of funny No, it, it's, it's true. And no, it totally is true. And <laughs> I, I, just, I love that meme for many reasons. And it doesn't matter if it's that one or the two women in the screaming cat. Yeah. You know, and we personally love the El Reno version because that's just one of my all-time favorites. Absolutely. But, you know, you look at what's happening across the country with this. And by the way, SPC just put out a new thing about Oklahoma saying moderate snow into north and east Oklahoma. So that's important. But this storm is going to be a big one. And, you know, Jim Cantore, Rob Marciano were tweeting about it earlier today. And one of them 
ended up showing the actual forecast and I'm pulling it up right now to look at it. Um, placement of the low, the Euro has it uh, centered anywhere from basically New Jersey off the East Coast and it's bottoming out anywhere at, you know, a thousand millibars to 992. And I was like, yeah, that seems a little, a little low to me. And then I kept scrolling and then they actually post what I believe was the GFS. Hold on here. Yeah. The GFS has the same bottoming out at nine. Was it 924? Yes. No, sorry. 934. So the GFS has the same bottoming out as it's uh, up around. It's ejected out of Canada. So I'm trying to look at the U.S. map. Blah, blah, blah. There's Maine. So, yeah. So this is, you know, about 1,000 miles north of Maine. The scene bombs out 934 millibars. High pressure rushing in to the south and west of it, pumping up that cold air. And, <laughs> yeah, midweek is going to be an absolute nightmare on the East Coast. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. I mean, I know that they get pretty good nor'easters. I don't want to say regularly, but, like, they get them. And this one, like, I just keep seeing, like, huge snow totals. There's ice that's going to be mixed in that. And it's just going to be – I'm a little bit jealous. Right. I am, too. I mean, this is kind of the first real big snowstorm that we get for the year. And hey, we're starting 2020 off with a bang in terms of nor'easters. And this is probably going to be one for the textbooks. Yeah. I think that you're 100% right. And this whole storm system that's giving us our snow and that nor'easter is also going to spark some severe weather way, way, way down south in Louisiana. So, I mean, this whole half of the country is getting something out of this. Yeah, severe weather across the south is going to be a big deal this week. Uh, SBC has already put out the outlook for it. So we're looking at, you know, marginal, which is not bad for this time of year. I mean, we're outside our second chase season. We're not even really into any type of severe weather season for the most part, but that doesn't mean it can't happen. Exactly. So, and I always, I mean, this has happened a bunch of times over the years where we're having winter weather and Louisiana has severe weather going on or the chance of severe weather. And I just feel like that we're relatively close to Louisiana to have such opposite weather happening at the same time. I mean, I understand why it's happening, but I just always think it's super interesting. Right. I mean, uh, geographically, it's not that far. I mean, you're what, 150 miles from Louisiana, if that? Yeah. Like, it's not, you know, like, it's not a difference of like here to New York or something. So right. I just always find that super interesting that we've got inches of snow on the ground and then they've got severe weather chances and they're, like I said, not too far away. I just always find that interesting. Right. Plus, you guys are usually on the backside of that cold front that is kicking up the severe weather. So, you know, your cold air is what's basically forcing the severe weather to interact with something or not your cold air interacting with the warm air is the reason why you have severe weather. Exactly. So it's just, you know, everything's connected and it's just very interesting to watch the chain of events and how different storm systems affect different areas in whatever way, based on really based on temperature. That's really what dictates right. what kind of, precipitation or event you're going to have well i mean let's take today's snow event for you in oklahoma city for the longest time that freezing line really kind of remained out to the west of oklahoma city it finally pushed through and that rain changed over to snow pretty quick and poof 
you guys got anywhere from, you know, one to six inches, depending on where you are in the OKC Metro. Exactly. And there was even some thunder snow going on in random places around the state this morning. I didn't hear any here, but it could have happened. But that's I, I love thunder snow. Thunder winter weather period is just one of my all-time i'm very jim cantori in that way right i was gonna say fire up the jim cantori dance around in the snow oh man that is such a classic video i'm gonna look that up after this i haven't watched it in a while you should it is fantastic i you know i know people sometimes give him crap for that but that is that is the all-time that is one thing that i want to experience firsthand I want to be well, in a... and that is like an authentic reaction and Absolutely. excitement. Like that is weather nerddom at its finest, right there. And it I is. just love it. And you know, I'm glad that we have him as our ambassador for it. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Mr. Cantori. Absolutely. And I love the fact that we call him Mr. Cantori. <laughs> <laughs> you know, his his name could be like an Italian restaurant name. It know? could be. It could be totally could be you know it's like when we you know if we were ever to meet the king or queen of england your highness and it's you know mr cantori mm-hmm. same thing sir cantori Ooh, yes let's uh too bad we don't knight people here in the u.s i know we would totally there's probably a lot of people who would get knighted oh absolutely absolutely there's a lot of people that we would try to knight and then just cut their heads off because we're annoyed with them but that's a different story for a different day <laughs> like you've got to be nervous right like if somebody's you know dapping your shoulder with a sword you want to make sure that that thing don't move you know left or right because yeah of... or that it's not a sharp sword <laughs> or maybe it's like a minecraft sword you know right one of those foam ones i would i'm okay i'm okay being knighted by a foam sword i'm okay being knighted period however i'm just gonna be super nervous when they're dapping my shoulder with a sword just saying <laughs> you'll have to wear like a like a metal collar like a you know something just just for safety just for safety (laughs) just because find a fashion statement find like bulletproof clothing yeah yeah you know it's like hey no i trust you dude but this is just for my own security here i'm gonna just protect myself from your sword (laughs) for my own peace of mind so okay so let's let's let me ask you this Obviously, we've both seen tornadoes. We've both uh-huh. seen snowstorms. Um, what is one weather event that you want to absolutely see? Live, in person, or at least happening in my area would really be a hurricane. Like, even okay. if it's a little one. Like, I've just not been in one or really near one. I like that. I think that's a good, solid choice. I personally want to see a nor'easter, but those are incredibly hard to time out, as we know. Hurricanes mm-hmm. also incredibly hard to time out. You have to be able to be somewhat flexible and be like, all right, we got to go. We got to go now. So, man, um, yeah, I think a nor'easter would be fantastic. I really would also like to see a hurricane. I think it would be cool just to say that I've been through one. I got to experience one. Uh, but do it safely, of course. So right. I think that's that's kind of that's my bucket list item. I will say this. I turned 40 in 2021. God, I'm old. Not really, but I don't feel it, which is good. But I have a whole list of things that I want to accomplish in my 40th year. So maybe I have to put on on that list experience a hurricane. 
I think so. And so on your travels down to the Gulf, you can just swing by, oh, pick me oh, up, totally. and we'll do it. Yeah, there's no, there's no doubt about that. You're coming with me if that's happening. Sweet. Yes. Yeah, we'll make it happen. As long as it pops on the way, we'll be fine. Yeah, we got this. We're we're gonna <laughs> read Timorate. We're gonna Jim Cantori it. We're gonna be out there in our poncho with the wind blowing into our face with the rain, and we're gonna be like, "It's happening!" and and we'll just be really happy. Yes, we will. And we have the handheld anemometers to go with it to get wind measurements, so we're happy there. Yes, yes. And we'll have to find a Sonic one to mount to our rented chase vehicle. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if we should rent one or just buy a crappy car because no, nah, I'm renting which one. It's going to be cheaper. Now yeah, we're renting one, and then we're going to seek shelter in a parking garage. Okay. Yeah, because That's that fine. that gets us up off the ground. It gives mm-hmm. us protection, and we still get to experience the wind. All right, I'm good with that. Yeah, me Solid too. Solid plan. Thanks. Thanks. We're we're ready now. We just need to pick a location. But see, that's why we can't with a hurricane because, like, yeah, you just gotta wait. Exactly. There's a whole lot of mileage of Gulf Coast that it could hit, or it could hit the East Coast of Florida. So it's like we just don't even know. Right. We don't. I mean, had we made this plan in 2020, we would have just gone and set up camp for storm season in Louisiana for nine months. Like we would have just been. It would have been perfect. Chilling. We would have gotten five in a row, and we would have been fine. Which, speaking of that, did they repair the Lake Charles radar or just take it down? It is still down. Well, but I've seen, like, pictures of, like, crews and stuff up there doing stuff. So were they just taking it all apart or were they fixing it? Uh, That's a really good question. I've not seen those pictures, but I'm assuming they have to deconstruct it first before they rebuild it. Okay, yeah. So maybe that's all they were doing was just taking it down or whatever. Yeah, we will. I will have to go find out. I can do some digging. But speaking of radar, uh, have you seen that the the new radar webpage is coming for the National Weather Service in three days on the sixteenth? Um, no. So all the National Weather Service offices have the link. So if you go to your local office, and at the very top on a news headlines it says "New Radar Webpage Coming Soon," and so you can go preview it. It is a mosaic across the entire country. So it's a it's a countrywide shot of the U.S. And it's got your zoom controls. It's got your play controls. Uh, but it is fantastic. So we are super happy about this. It's beautiful. It's a new setup. It's going to be cool. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Three days? Three days. So the 16th oh. is when it really goes live. But as of right now, you can play around with it. So that is cool. And when you select views, you can do the different products. You can do the mosaic. You can do weather for a certain location. So it's uh, it's really cool. It is really cool. Go take a that look at it again. Awesome. Yeah, Head over to your National Weather Service page, and they will show you what you got, what's going on with it. It's pretty legit. Not going to lie. I really like the way it looks. I think it's something that uh, was maybe much needed, but it's pretty. So go check it out. That's exactly what I'm going to do when we're done taping is I'm going to go mess around with that and watch the Jim Cantori Thunder Snow video. And then my right. Sunday will be complete. <laughs> That's fantastic. That is fantastic. <laughs> so, yeah. And they also have a uh, I'll tweet out the link uh, how to use a new page on on our Twitter page at Weather Podcast. So head over there and you'll be able to uh, check out the link, how to manipulate all the controls, how to take a look at it. So it's pretty cool. 
Um, I don't think we've really had a really good national mosaic setup for our radars in a long time. But with that said, this is a game changer. Yeah, and it sounds it sounds epic, and I'm I'm excited for that. Me too. Me too. It's going to be legit. Oh, can't wait. All right. What do you guys have coming up in Oklahoma City weather-wise besides the snow? Well, we might have a chance for some more snow on Tuesday. For sure, there's going to be precipitation, but right now it's kind of looking like a rain, snow. Or, you know, it's one of those where you're kind of waiting to see what the temperature does. So... There's that, which is exciting, like bring on more snow. Other than that, highs in the 40s after that, getting into the 50s by the end of the week. Um, so we're definitely cooling down big time and more rain and snow chances coming, which is fun. That's not bad at all. Not bad at all. We'll take it. Um, up here in the Pacific Northwest, a series of incoming storms, so rain, a little bit of wind, foggy conditions. Rinse and repeat. Nothing too exciting, nothing too dull. So it's just kind of the early start to winter, which we knew was going to happen. Again, officially, calendar winter starts in eight days. Meteorological winter has been here for 13. So um, some cool stuff, but not a whole lot of has been happening. Not a whole lot's going to happen. Like we said earlier, uh, long-range models want to cool us down toward the end of December which would be pretty textbook for what happens in a La Nina winter. So knock on wood that that happens. Yeah. Um, definitely want to cool down and snow for you. We might have some sort of storm system come through the week of Christmas, which might emphasis on the word might have some sort of winter weather during the week of Christmas, but you know, right. that's two weeks away. There's no way to tell. So, yeah, we'll find out. We will find out. Always interesting this time of year. Yes. <laughs> well, it's been another great edition of B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. Bonnie, I hope you get to go out with Clyde and enjoy the snow this afternoon. Oh, yeah, we're definitely going to. He's um, taking his midday nap right now on my lap, so that's what he's doing. But when he gets up, it'll definitely be snow time for him. Fantastic. Make sure you make a snowman and post it on our weather podcast page. All right, but it might be a little one, but I'll make one. That's fine. I don't care. Baby or big, it does not matter. You still made a snowman. Exactly. Baby snowman. Snowboy. Right. Isn't there a song in Frozen, Don't You Want to Build a Snowman? Or Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Yes. Yeah. And I do. Perfect. Then go do it. All right. Like I said, another great edition of B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye.